episode 87 of Bat and Spider. Happy holidays, folks. We're, we're in it. We're in it now. And to celebrate the holidays, we watched Troma Pictures, Class of Nukem High. Mm. Mm. From 1986. But it feels like 1984. Chuck, you are on to something there, and we're going to get into it when we start talking about that movie, Class of Nukem High, during that segment. Hey, look at my dog here. Oh, did you see me looking? Looking at Ziggy. Are you looking? Yeah, I was looking at Ziggy back there. Oh, Yes. He's, he sticks his back yeah. paw, he jams it into his ear, uh-huh. and then he takes that you paw and he it. like sniffs and licks his oh, paw. Oh yeah, that's the stuff right do. there. If he, if he could have opposable thumbs and handle like an open paperclip, he would be doing that too, because that's what I do. <laughs> just just grinding that paperclip all around in his canal. You gotta wonder like, like what's what's a dog looking for in a, in a deep ear smell, you know? Like, yeah, is it is, like self- like, would he know if the smell was off and he's got to, you know, he's probably got to address something <laughs> or is he just, yeah. is it just pure pleasure? Like, I'm going to smell this weird smell and it's great. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. That's a great question because uh, yeah, honestly, like, does he, does he start like, you know, trying to get your attention? Does he start yeah. rubbing his side of his face on his carpet? <laughs> Who knows? Oh God. He's looking at you. you know. I know. He's, I'm talking about, I'm sorry, Zeke. <laughs> Um, uh, it's good to be back, Dale. End of the year. Great. My God. I mean, we're still doing this. We're still, I, I, honest to goodness, if you would have told me, you know, 365 days ago that I would still be doing <laughs> bat and spider and not it's... leaving you high and dry, <laughs> I would have been like, I would have, pro- I would leave truck high and dry in another year. <clears throat> I can see that happening. And here we are. It's incredible. I mean, I'm pretty confident we're going to make it to 100 of these things. Um, you know whether or not we implode oh yeah totally i mean you know the expectations of some something having to be (laughs) happening at episode 100 (laughs) only mere 13 episodes away it's like i don't have the energy to do anything (laughs) okay yeah yeah i know i know it's it's we're dragging it's like we're corpses at the end of the day dragging ourselves to do this yeah we st- we do it it's like when dewey and class of newcomb high drank that wastewater <laughs> he was wondering poor why. bastard that poor bastard we're going to talk about dewey in that in that segment because that the guy never stood a chance no what a way to open it um gosh yeah uh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. we're should we talk about we're taking next week off we we've had perfect attendance i believe uh, this whole year. I don't think we've missed a week, have we? No, I don't, we definitely the missed like, I don't, did we? <laughs> we missed like two or three weeks in July. <laughs> okay, whatever. We get, uh, yeah, we get but, vacations periodically, but yeah. we're going to take the last week off. So, uh, everyone enjoy, you know, your lives without us. Don't forget us, but enjoy the time off. The amount of recouping we're going to have to do to, to maintain numbers. I, oh my God. We have to go even harder in January. Yeah, we are. In January, uh, thanks for reminding me, Chuck. Yeah, folk horror month. That's yeah. that's the official title we're going with, right? That's it. <laughs> that's it. Horror month set in stone. Yeah, we're gonna. We're Dale and I are each gonna pick two movies from the uh, recent Severin All Haunts BRs folk b- horror box set. Um. So yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna be fun. And uh, one of our listeners mentioned how a bunch of those movies are going up in, on Shutter. So um, even if you don't have that set, there's a good chance you'll be able to watch it. Easily. Super perfect timing, yeah. Um, but instead of looking towards the future, Chuck, let's yeah. look towards the past. The past week. Let's do what, that. What? Anything going down? Anything jiving with you? You know, I've been doing, you know, I, I got, uh, I got a booster shot. So I was kind of laid up for like two, three days. It hit me hard. Um, Mm. and it's kind of, it's kind of a welcome thing. Like it's like, 
you know, it sort of gives me an excuse to just sit around and I don't feel, I don't sit there guilting myself for the whole day. <laughs> so it's kind of nice. <laughs> but I watched, um, the one thing I really want to talk about, I watched this movie Elves the other night. So this is from 1989. I think it was a director video type deal. It's a horror Christmas movie I'd never heard of um, until uh, the good folks at Terror Vision sent me their latest tape. I'm I'm in the uh, tape of the month club over there. Um, you know, the Terror Vision, they put out like uh, mainly like horror movie soundtracks on, on tape and, and vinyl. Um, yeah. And their newest one was uh, this from this movie called Elves, the official motion picture soundtrack. And they, they wrapped it up uh, and put some nice christmasy confetti in here so i was like what is this movie so you know the intrepid you know devoted movie watcher i am and soundtrack listener track down a copy of this it looks like hog hogwash i don't think this thing has been off videotape or you know probably that's what it, it kind of looked like a videotape rip um but dale i want you to watch this movie because i think i loved it and i think i might watch it every christmas now um it stars uh dan haggerty do you know dan haggerty he was a uh, grizzly adams I, I was gonna i was just gonna say was that like <laughs> grizzly adams or, yeah i was gonna yeah uh wow. this is 1989 grizzly adams um <laughs> and he smokes in literally every shot he is in this movie he's smoking yes. a camel uh and he's like probably in his carrying. rider <laughs> that's what I, that was my theory is like he was like you guys have to let me smoke the whole movie. It's just, I need to feel safe. He's even carrying around like a, a whole carton of camels. Like he puts it in his pocket. It's always sitting there. Like when he's drinking coffee, um, walks into every building, no matter what. I mean, this is 1989. They're starting to ban smoking inside and he's just yeah. walking in every building, <laughs> blowing smoke in baby's faces. It's incredible. <laughs> anyway. And it, it, it's, Man, so this movie, it's it's a lot of things mashed up mashed together, and I gotta say it works. You got Dan Haggerty who's a down on his luck, former cop. He's locked out of his trailer park home because he can't pay the rent. He's trying to get a job at this department store. Um and in this department store, there's an elf running around, an evil two foot killer elf that was released by the granddaughter of a Nazi. Um and she finds out that she was being bred to be like the Ubermensch uh, from former Nazis. And on Christmas, on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, she is meant to mate with the elf because the Nazis believed these elves were like the perfect creature. This is, I mean, I'm <laughs> in. This is already gold. And, uh, and it's also, it, I got strong Terminator vibes off this because- because the elf is is like, I mean, you think the elf is hunting her, but really it's protecting her. Um, but it's sort of that dynamic where, you know, it's this mystery killing machine coming after you, you know. Uh, and oh. yeah. And, and like, yeah, it, it's, and wow. there's like, there's revelations. Her mom in this is terrible, is like the worst mom ever. Yeah. I is she like, it. is it because she's. The things she does to of, her daughter. Spawn of a Nazi? <laughs> is she like Nazi uh, in her I, veins? I don't want to spoil it. It's her mom is resenting her own daughter because of uh, because of her existence, and I don't want to I don't want to get into it because it's a shock reveal when it, it's revealed. God, I and I really want people to watch this movie if they haven't seen it because it's fantastic. <laughs> I'm I am I am slamming this movie into my watch yeah. list right now. I I. I you know, I, I was praying when I put, when I pressed play, I was like, man, this has the hallmarks of a, a Charles Band production all over it. And I was like, please yeah. don't be, please don't have a band <laughs> right, name up there, right. please. And it didn't. I mean, how didn't. do you, yeah, how do you even, <laughs> you got so lucky. I, yeah, I had, I, I, I had renewed hope upon pressing play and uh, yeah, it was good. It was, you know, damn, damned if I was not entertained for the full hour and a half. Wow. Well, thank oh. you for that. Yeah. Maybe Santa will uh, send you a link and put it in your stocking. <laughs> My gosh. I will <laughs> promise to leave out cookies and milk if, if that happens. Oh, yeah. My goodness. How, how about you, Dale? Anything uh, going on in your in your recent past? 
Well, I watched a couple things, Chuck, and I don't, honestly, I don't know what I would want to talk about first, but first let's hit the big one that, I mean, it just pulled whatever um, rose-colored glasses I was, I've been choosing to wear since oh, no. the last time we watched a John Waters movie. Oh, no. Uh, uh, this, this, like reset reality for me and and <laughs> took my rose cut glasses off and slammed them against the wall because i on hbo max god bless them i watched multiple maniacs it stars our lovely divine and a lot of the other cast from female trouble and it's i don't know how to describe the joy and the amazingness that is these john waters films but <laughs> yeah. it's like john waters just he wants to write a movie with with a plot right but he also just says you know what i'm throwing out with the baby with the ba i'm throwing out ethics i'm throwing out morality i'm throwing out decency but it's because decency is what is uh Decency is 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 a thing that's in people's minds. That's yeah, yeah. that it's there and exists for no other reason because it's like been perpetuated through, um, you know, like society. Right. Yeah. I'm taking that and I'm just ripping it all out and I'm just writing this movie based on just carnal. Like I'm writing this fucked up movie, and it's it was just a pleasure to watch. <laughs> it's. Oh, Divine <laughs> and her and her circus of freaks. Um, they start. They they're like having this um this circus of perversion at the beginning of the movie to <laughs> rope people, unsuspecting Baltimoreans, into this tent. Right. Ultimately, that, I, I um, it's all flooding back to me because I watched this a few months ago, and that yeah. whole setup of their circus <laughs> with like all these tents, just like in somebody's backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Like crappy tents you buy yeah. at, at Costco or yeah. Dick's. And it's the circus of perversion, which is ultimately just to get these people in this tent to rob them. Incredible. But before that, the circus of perversion must go on. And oh, there's yeah. like, They're there's, I mean, show on. Yeah. There's like, a, and it's, and some of it's like real and, and it's really happening. Some of it's like fake. Like there's this guy yeah. that's like eats his own puke, which is the idea of it is revolting, but he's like, he's, he, he's like spits up whatever it's yeah. not throw up. But I mean, some of the stuff is just really, really hard to like the idea that it's on film to begin with is the, <laughs> is the hardest part. And, but these people can't look away. And Divine ends up like robbing them at gunpoint and murdering somebody because that's what Divine wants to do. Yeah. She's just doing and 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 I love that in this movie there's no consequences. Like she's not gonna get caught or arrested. That's not the point of this movie. The point is the this this uh she's just sick and tired of like having to put on this circus to rob people. She just wants to rob people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, let's let's take all the other crap out of it. Let's let not have a circus of perversion. Let's just rob people and murder people. And then it just, I mean, it's this movie is like three huge long segments. I mean, there's more in between, but um, there's this ultra crazy sequence that happens in a church, and it's <laughs> just the craziest thing. And it's like an assault. Yeah. I, 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 I texted Chuck because I, I don't. I mean, I think you were like, throwing a. I think almost like a. You were searching for a life raft a little bit. You were like, I yeah. I, I, I dude, I was. So I, you know, I'm gonna put it. I took an edible. I took a gummy, a, yeah. a, a, a legal North Carolinian CBD gummy. Mm -hmm. But it was like Delta. It's Delta Nine, whatever the f that means. So, but no clue. It was like hitting me in this church scene, and it's just like it was a, an assault on all my senses. It was an assault on whatever, like I haven't felt. I, I just haven't felt this amount of pressure. Yeah, uh, and, and like it was a cacophony of visual and audio. Like it was like a like a beach. Like I was assaulting a beachhead with. And it's, I mean, just the stuff, 
that was going on in this church scene between like voiceovers of divine praying multiple times praying, but only praying to God because she just wants to murder and kill people. And, and she's like, she's just telling God this and she's praying about it. And then yeah. she's like, then she gets awed by like another woman, <laughs> yes. but she loves it. And she ends up like being friends with this. I mean, I'm, I don't, I hate to spoil it. Maybe I should cut that out because. No, I mean, it's, from 1970. Like, I think all I mean, I of just, this, if, if they haven't seen it, this is just going to make them want to see it. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't stress enough that, boy, it was just a pleasure to see something like this that's so raw. And it just like made me feel like, my God, like this is, this is everything like every filter it's just like a movie unfiltered there's nothing about this movie that's like being held up by taste but in the best way that's exactly right i mean it's amazing how like this is from 1970 and it's still so shocking like like you like i mean could you imagine in 1970 like you're you know like (laughs) just like a couple going for a date seeing multiple maniacs and just yeah. being completely assaulted and having just the 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 veneer of what america is ripped uh from oh my gosh over their eyes and they're just like whoa <clears throat> yeah uh, I, it was yeah exactly i mean in 1970 like you know the men you know men were still putting on sport coats to go you know just to go out to eat and yeah like it's just you know, it was a different time, and yet this was—it was 1970, Chuck. What else can I say? I mean, you know, like, oh man. Yeah. And then the—I mean, there's the scene How at the that, end is just that ending. I mean, it's—I—I I couldn't even believe what was happening. I could not even believe what was happening. Yeah. Um, but incredible. <laughs> I can't stress enough that if you haven't seen John Waters' Divine, like, watch this movie and just have your senses like ripped out. I, I was, I kept having to turn down the TV because I thought somebody was going to come in <laughs> and see what was happening on the screen. I know, because, I know. because like 90% of the movie is just divine, just screaming and yelping into the, <laughs> until the microphone. It's, it's just like, my dog was like on all fours, like staring at the TV, like what the heck is happening to this TV right now? It was crazy. Oh God. That's incredible, man. Yeah, thank you for having the patience. But I mean, no, yeah, it makes me. I remember when after I watched this, I watched a lot of. um, I was probably watching a lot of Letterman clips, and there's a lot of uh, clips of John Waters. He used to go in there a lot in the early '80s, um, because I think Letterman was really freaked out by him. (laughs) Oh, so it was good. It was good TV. uh, Yeah, it was great TV. And sometimes he brought Divine on with him, (gasps) uh, which is really fantastic to see. yeah, you should look those up because it's it's so cool to see that. I am, you know, I'm so gonna in the wow. early '80s. Oh, that's great. Um, oh God, yeah, it it makes me want to go back, Dale, for the show. I know. I want to go know. back. There's more. There's more to be had. <laughs> I think the big one I haven't seen is Pink Flamingos. I still haven't seen Pink Flamingos. Um, so. Have you seen Pink Flamingos? I haven't seen Pink Flamingos. I mean, that's that's like, you know, the big one, right? That's... Yeah, it's a big one. Maybe we should save it uh, for the show. Maybe we should. Save it after Folk Horror Month. Yeah. Yeah, it can be our Valentine's Day episode. Oh, yeah. Pink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, and just a quick slip in. I haven't watched this in probably 30 years, this movie, but I got the 4K edition of The Wraith. <laughs> oh yeah that's another one i haven't seen i, oh, I mean boy I, I know the box i know the poster yeah what a pleasure this i haven't seen this in so long and i i only ever watched it on cable and i mean this is this is a pg-13 movie and there wasn't there isn't much that needed to be edited for cable except like super gratuitous boob shots just randomly inserted into this pg-13 movie but this movie is like a nice, tidy revenge story with no consequences. There's no deeper, like it doesn't make you question like, but what's really happening? It's just, you know, yeah. it's like take the crow before the crow. So eat your heart out, Eric Draven. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, this kid gets killed by some gang members. Yeah. So he comes back as like 
Charlie Sheen. The Wraith? Is he the Wraith? He is the Wraith. Spoilers. But it's, it's, but it's easy to figure out. But by day, he is like a super nice guy, very attractive, very, you know, falls back in love with the lady that, who he died for. Mm -hmm. And by night, he shows up as the Wraith with this one of a kind Dodge, like concept car that, and he, uh, he basically starts picking off the gang members by challenging them all to a race and he road races them until they die. Oh my God. Oh, it's it's wild. It's wild. Chuck, it's wild. That's amazing. I love movies built around a concept car. (laughs) There's that other one. Uh, what's that other one? That's uh, like a late eighties one black something. And it's like co-written by John Carpenter, I think. Oh yeah. I think it's got Linda Hamilton in it. And, but that's like a, that car looks like a concept car. Like, uh-huh. like I think they're, they're, the producer probably got this car. He's like, we got to make a movie about this stupid car. <laughs> if you want, I um, like a big <clears throat> dumb idiot. Uh, I was so excited about pre-ordering the movie. I did pre-order it twice. So I'll send you the other 4K <gasps> if you want that bad boy. It's oh, yours. I love that. Oh my God. Yeah. It's yours. That would be great. It's that good. Clint Howard's in it. Oh. Black Moon uh, Rising. That's that other one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. God, Black Moon Rising. That's a terrible movie. <laughs> Pre-ordering <laughs> it. Bang. <laughs> um, but that's, I mean, so I just need to talk about that, those two flicks, but we can- It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Um, well, I'm ready. I'm ready to go to uh, Tromaville, New Jersey. That's that's where I would put Tromaville if- uh, I was God, and I had to place it somewhere in the world. I would put it in New Jersey. Are we ready, Dale? <laughs> oh, boy. Let us go. Nuclear waste makes its way into the bodies of local high schoolers, causing deviant behavior and a toilet monster to appear. Welcome <laughs> to Nukem High. I think I summed it up. I think that's basically it. It's basically it. I mean, this, once you push play on this movie, it gets going so fast that you'll, you'll catch up in no time. So that's all you need to say about the movie anyway. Totally. Yeah. Um, man. So I, uh, I guess personal history, I have not seen this. Um, you know, there's a brief period, uh, you know, I was probably like 14, 15, my, my hoodlum friends and I, we watched, Toxic Avenger, and I think we watched Sergeant Kabuki Man. I think that was like the extent of our uh, travels into trauma, and that was that's basically been my trauma memory. And I haven't really gone back because I remember like yeah, I kind of liked it, but I also in my head I was like these are not enjoyable movies. But mm. I don't know, I don't know. I I just like whatever. Yeah, I I never yeah. felt the need to go back. How about you? I'm you hadn't seen this. Have you? No, I, I had not seen this and I've seen, you know, I've seen more than one Toxic Avenger, but only on like USA Up All Night. I never yeah. rented it or anything. But also thanks to Toxic Avenger, there was a period of my life where I was like, uh, you know, all I knew about, um, all I knew about horror, like, like, I don't know what's, what's this genre? Like, um comedy horror exploitation like i would say i would like go with trauma as being like you know yeah i like trauma movies but that's only because i saw the cable edits of you know toxic avenger but you know if it was if it would come up in conversation i would be like yeah trauma trauma like trauma is my favorite trauma you know but i didn't really know trauma at the time and um yeah so this was it's I, I always wanted to get into some trauma that was not Toxic Avenger. And, yeah. Uh, I, I think it was also like, like I love, I love Lloyd Kaufman. I think he's entertaining, but I yeah, think yeah. that it's sort of that Stan Lee thing where he's such a mouthpiece for trauma that it's like, what, you know, what are, the, are these movies even anything? Or is it just like, right. It's all pure hucksterism, you know, to sell you tickets. Said it. Yes. You know? So I think I was always like, uh, you know, what's, what's the focus for these guys? Do I really, you know, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, is this really worth, you know, putting stock into, but, um, and also, you know, it, as 
enthusiasts of these of these types of movies, I'm always suspect whenever someone sets out to make like a cult movie or make a trash movie. Oh, on I see. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and you know, and I don't know what mode they were working in in the '80s, like classic trauma <clears throat> time. Like if that's what they were doing, or if this is really just like you know, <laughs> it's just like coming out of uh, Lloyd Kaufman and. Michael Hurst's heads like this is just what's yeah. coming out and it's you know they're not really but they're I don't not know. I, they're I not think, looking to to exploit this genre they're yeah. they're actually trying to but I don't know I don't know because Kaufman he's got a very you know he's got a much longer history in Hollywood than I was aware like I read his Wikipedia last night and it's like oh he's been working on movies you know for a long time and he made a lot of like serious independent movies and stuff um and he's been like production you know like line producers on big movies like he worked on rocky like rocky was edited in the trauma editing bay or something Whoa. <laughs> stuff like that um so yeah so but wow and it, and it actually makes me think of when we rented toxic avengers as a kid i remember that i don't think i saw sergeant kabuki man i saw the trailer on that tape because i remember this this toxic avenger tape being filled with house ads, like trailers for the, the uh, other trauma yeah. movies and like Lloyd Kaufman popping up on screen, screen, like doing skits and stuff, you know, like it was like this whole thing. And it, yeah, I, mean, I got to hand it to him. That's pretty amazing to like fill up your, the front of your videotape. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> with house ads and like, Hey, we're, we got a crazy brand here. And if you're enjoying this, <laughs> there's a lot more. Um, but yeah. Wow, that's um, so true, Chuck. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good observation. Yeah, and I didn't realize. So this is like they made Toxic Avenger, and then they made this movie. Like this is like trauma movie number two. Um, wow. As far as if I'm looking at the yeah. numbers correctly. Wow. Um. So yeah. So this is like, hey, we hit. I, I think Toxic Avenger, as far as I can tell, was like a huge hit for them. Like it made a ton mm. of money. So they were probably riding high. And they're like, yeah. all right, we gotta. <laughs> You know, and you can kind of tell, like, I haven't seen that movie in years, but it's sort of that formula of, you know, gross, toxic waste and uh, yeah, jokes every, you know, as many jokes mm-hmm. we can cram in a scene, um, you know, and this one started taking on the 80s high school movie. Uh, I mean, this is like, they're parroting a time that is happening right now. <laughs> it almost felt yeah. like, like it, it made me feel like I was reading a mad magazine or like a cracked magazine parody <laughs> of like a John Hughes movie, you know, it was just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crammed with jokes, you know, like things in every corner of the panel. Uh, it, it, it's, it has that feeling. It's like, it is so much is happening, <laughs> but it's like, yeah. you could walk away for 10 minutes, come back and, you wouldn't really miss anything like, yeah. Cause it's right. just like, and there, there's a story, there is a story, but it's pretty simple. Uh, but you know, you get the gist it's yeah. There's crazy things happening in a high school that's happens to me next to a nuclear power plant. And the kids are all kind of losing their minds. They either get destructive or insane or they get super horny. It's great. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> Man, I'm rambling Dale. No, Jeez. No, you're right. I I think it's I think it's you're speaking some truths, and it's um it's good to hear because it's uh they're really good observations that I I didn't think about like the your your comparison with Mad Magazine or something like that is is a spot on. It's um uh, it's almost you know it's it's uh its own thing, but it's also a parody, but um. But it's not too spot on, but there's still parody ish kind of moments because it's all there's all the tropey characters that yeah, that you would look for in a in a high school movie around this time. Um with a with a, with a budget of four hundred thousand dollars. I gotta say, they stretched that budget in this. I gotta I mean, I was pretty impressed. Yeah, yeah I mean the the school exploding at the end, like I mean, you can see the seams, but I was like, man, that's pretty good for, yeah. uh, like, they just had the crowd out there and just threw a bunch of rubble at them. <laughs> yeah. Probably made a foam rubber. I was like, you know what? That looked really convincing. And <clears throat> a lot of the shots with, um, they were just, a lot of the shots in the uh, the power plant, like, 
the the nuclear facility oh, yeah. with a couple of signs and dudes with like <clears throat> broomsticks with things on the end of them as long as you put like the geiger the geiger counter like <laughs> yeah. noise over it you're selling me like you're telling a story about yeah. like how how radioactive something is you know what i mean like they they did so many great shots of just certain angles of wherever they were shooting this movie with like some switchboards and digital buttons Incredible. and stuff like that it was i was like this is this is a facility this is the yeah. nuclear power plant here and the only time it it really never worked was like those shots they used a million times of the of above the school and also the nuclear facility where they like masked in like the oh. nuclear i don't know what they're called no. they're not chimneys but you know those giant tower things that, yeah 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 like the the main feature uh, but, they, but like, i was fucked just like, up oh, the God, mask so much like the whole left side of the screen is black you know it's just like <laughs> yeah. where it's supposed to be the sky it's like oh my god yeah yeah that's and just, they use it know. like 10 times beautiful <laughs> They're so setting the great. stage, man. They're setting the stage. Yeah. yeah, it was just like, wow, man, they're really under that thing. And it's like, you can tell it's the same shot because it's like, there's like guys, there's like workers in the foreground and they're doing the same motions every time. Like they're in the same <laughs> positions. It's so great. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then what you, so I, I got to say, whatever expectations I had for this movie, I pictured like complete total body horror i i pictured like body melt in a high school mm, without without yeah. knowing anything about this movie i could the only thing i could imagine was based on like robocop based on toxic avenger um all these kids are exposed and they're going to start just melting away in yeah. a disgusting fashion and that doesn't happen there's an actual there's a story here and everybody like um is affected in different ways by yeah. this contamination yeah I did like that they gave themselves some uh, a lot of rope <laughs> to like yes, have yes. the toxic waste do th different things. Yes, and I exactly. mean it's you know without saying that they were trying to do a little social commentary. I mean it's like the main couple Warren and uh, Chrissy. You know when they're exposed to it through the the radioactive joint, um, it's all about you know because they're like. They have sex for the first time after they take it, and then they go home, and <laughs> Warren gets a, I mean, he says he's hallucinating, but I, I don't know if it was really happening or not. He gets a giant atomic boner in his bed. Yeah, my gosh. And he's, like, freaking out, and then Chrissy, like, her, she's laying in bed, and her stomach balloons up like she's pregnant, which she yeah. turns out to be pregnant in a weird, disgusting way. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, God, uh, it. I, I mean, I, I really had a blast with this movie and I, I, but I do want to say like, I, I kind of expected to not like it. So I was really surprised and like listener to the show, uh, Jim, he posted like, I just don't like these trauma movies. You know, they're just not my kind of trash. And I just want to, I want to say I'm sympathetic for that point of view. Cause I totally get that. Mm -hmm. I was as shocked as anybody that I really enjoyed this, but I think there is, there's something about these movies where it's like about, you know, 55 minutes in, I'm like, it's too much. <laughs> I can't mm -hmm. take anymore. Like, it's just the stupid jokes are like wearing thin. Let's wrap this yeah. thing up. <laughs> yeah. I think for I, me, I, like an, it would like an hour running time. Perfect for this. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, you know, it's funny that you brought up Jim iTunes in the discord because I, that, like that review really stuck with me too it was a half star review yeah it's just like trauma is just he basically said trauma is not my bag and and that obviously paints a picture that trauma blanket trauma is like very much the same which what i know of trauma is 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 that so um that was kind of with me the whole time but also it was um oh boy what am i trying to say here but but my expectations when I said that were subverted and there were it wasn't just you know like melting people melting high schoolers and uh, you know the fact that had this story that went in way different places was um what I was really I really loved that about the movie and yeah. and, and that's just because I had between you know probably Jim's review and a couple others were like you you either love or you hate trauma and there's no you know maybe there's middle but not from not anything that's stuck in my head but 
Um, the fact that, uh, you know, Dewey, our, our like resident nerd in our uh, high school, like starts drinking the contaminated water and he has, you know, an immediate reaction. He starts like his, <laughs> he, he starts freaking out and foaming at the mouth and, you know, he jumps out the window and, and he dies in a horrible death. Um, but also they start painting this, um, the scene that, you know, things haven't been right for quite a while, which I yeah. liked because it's like, you know, it's not, it's not happening overnight, but at, you know, the main gang, that's like a bunch of bastards in this movie. The Cretans. Were all, the Cretans. They were all honor society students six months ago. And like, things are definitely different at, you know, in this high yeah. school now because of it. I like that they painted this picture that things haven't been right and things are just going downhill and this, you know, this school is, what's the other uh, movie? Uh, what's the other? Yeah, School of... Class uh, of class 84. Of, class of 84, yeah. It was, there was a lot of that sort of, um, you know, like, stand uh, stand by me or lean on me to like the nth degree. Like, it's, yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's a war zone, but yeah. you're, you're just... You know, you got people that are still like randomly trying to learn <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> other people that are just like trying to survive and stay alive all in the same. It's, yeah, it's it's almost like the 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 Reagan conservative like view of what is happening to the youth. Like like if things if we really were didn't have our iron hand on these kids, this is what would happen. It would just be pure chaos, which I'm, yeah. I, I love this vision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um shit what was i gonna say um i forget go ahead but i you know aside from aside from like you know the couple of boobs in this 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 was been this probably was ripe for like a usa up all night um and maybe it would have it was on there for all i know but i you know if i were to saw this as a young teen and stuff i would have been i i definitely would have been eating this up as like the greatest thing ever it was just <laughs> you know just the the characters on screen were so diverse in many different ways and and the things that happened were just crazy plus it's you know people get horny off of the radioactive weed and stuff so yeah. that's fun like the 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 picture painted of everybody just partying their guts out in, that, in high school was that like inside, I would have been that oh. inside beach party, Dale. I mean, oh my god, it's, man! It's it only happens in movies, right? Like I wasn't invited to those parties, <laughs> right? <laughs> it was and if like, they were happening. I don't know. I'm just yeah. not a part of whatever society that is. I know, and and um, at the. I loved how the um, the one it was the one guy's party, and you invite him like he was. He showed everybody like going into the party in this like old house, and inside is like this warehouse. It's like it's like totally totally different buildings, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I just I I yeah, this party was just like oh my god, this is a dream. Like people just people just doing whatever in this effing party, and and there's just like scenes with just like people. Frenching yeah. and fighting and drinking and doing whatever. It's just like, Jesus, this high school? I all, would Yeah, I all teenagers in high school too, by the way. Like it's just like I know. Pandemonium. And Did even you, if you're uh, the worst person in the high school, you're still at this party, which yeah, you know, obviously was, was is a lot better situation than the ones we found ourselves in. <laughs> um, did you recognize the band that played the party? I did not, but I was in love with the band. They're great. They're uh New Jersey's own Smithereens. Have you ever heard the Smithereens oh, or, or heard I, of them? They're fantastic. I, I've heard them. Get, I, yeah, you got to listen to like their first four records. I looked in the credits and I didn't see mention of the Smithereens, but maybe I just was looking in the wrong spot. It was like, uh, yeah, Theo I just happened to know. Some, I know what they look like, so I was like, holy shit, that's the Smithereens. Um, they're a fantastic amazing. band. They're not a band I would necessarily expect to show up here. Oh, I also noticed in the credits that Biohazard did some music. Yeah. Which I, I couldn't I couldn't find. I wanted to go back and try and find it, but it said they did it for some certain segment, so I don't know. Biohazard you know, they're Biohazard? like a No, no, that's that's body count. Biohazard oh, were like a, they were like a New York City hardcore band. Like Oh, huh. they did they teamed up with um I think Onyx for a song. That's a that, I think that was like oh. maybe the height of their fame. Yes. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. But, uh, yeah, there was a lot of good music. We should talk about the music because it's like there is music yeah. in 98% of this movie. Like it's yes. just under there constantly, which is a choice that I quite enjoyed. It I gave this like it. weird heightened, like 
Like we're never going to like come down from this certain level, like almost like a, like we're watching, uh, you know, what someone thought an MTV movie would look like, you know, when MTV was new, you know, just this like constant assault of teenagers being insane and mm-hmm. <laughs> violence. And it's, and it certainly lifted and, the vibe of whatever was happening in this crazy yeah, high did. school, right? Like this, this underlying rock uh, yeah. soundtrack was just, it was almost like met, made it feel like it was one long take or something. Like exactly. The, it, yeah. It never, you never came down from it. I love that main song, the Newcomb High. Uh, oh, God, yeah. Now we'll play it on here, but it's CC Terrorvision. Oh, that's one way to evacuate the building. Um, uh, oh, the other aspect of this that I couldn't get out of my brain, um, is that I couldn't help but think that this was trauma. Do you remember Toxic Avenger very well? Was, was, was that set in Tromaville as well? Uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I think it was. I want, I'm sure there's some Lloyd Kaufman heads out there that know this, but I, I, I just wonder how conscious they were of like, they wanted to especially this movie, they're taking the Archies uh, as a template. Cause like, I couldn't help but think about, you know, Archie Andrews is Warren. He was like the main, mm. you know, our sort of main boy scout dude with the red hair and his girlfriend, Chrissy, um, who was like Veron or Betty, you know? Yeah. And then the, those two doofus, you know, it's like they had two jug heads, you know, <laughs> those <Yeah>. two doofus <laughs> friends that were always around. Um, but something just felt very like we're gonna. This is gonna be an Archie movie, but demented and insane. Mm-hmm. I uh, like and that. I liked. I liked that as like a their sort of like th- their like starting point of uh, the type of movie they were gonna make. Yeah, as far as like depicting this high school life. I really like that, Chuck. And it's all you know. If nothing else, it, it it'll definitely help us describing characters moving forward like namely yeah. <laughs> the, the two jugheads i thought i mean i thought everybody in one way or another was going to be affected by the fact that they're all radioactive now but i know <laughs> the two jugheads other than the fact that they forced archie and betty to smoke weed yeah. to try to get them porking at this party like they th- their whole group of friends were set out to like we're gonna shove this joint in their f- mouths so yeah. they'll start having sex at this party. It was such yeah. a, a weird concept, but nothing happened to like fifty percent of these friends, even though they're like living and drinking water and and dealing with <laughs> shit in this <laughs> high school. <laughs> that one that one jughead though, um, he could have replaced uh john crier in every john hughes movie for me i loved him that's the like the, uh, thing the about one this with movie. the one without the tie like the members only jacket one yeah and he had sort of like the yeah the, yeah yeah the, his hair was up yeah i love that guy all the i loved so many of these characters that's the thing i didn't expect is that i was entertained the whole time like yeah and there's so many characters you'd think they were doing like an epic like period piece like like this was like <laughs> some old novel with a was, thousand characters yeah because it just was like, like it was like degrassi you know there's like the the cast it yeah. was like series a ser a tv series an amount of cast yeah, and, and they all like, had storylines of some or another yeah and you're just like it's so quick just like jumping between everyone that like there's no time to get sick of anyone's story um mm-hmm. i thought i thought it was really smart smartly put together um uh what else what else what else should we talk about um oh we should talk about the cretans i mean they they were incredibly done um the cretans were like the bat you know they used to be preppies but as far as we know them they're insane psychomaniac you know teenage gang and and in true 80 you know post warriors world They've got insane makeup and hair and clothing and like, I don't even know how to describe, like they just, it's like, they just went insane, Dale. Like they, (laughs) 
I don't yeah, know they did. how to describe. Everyone had a crazy look. Um, yeah. There was the one guy like makeup all over his face with a white mohawk. He had two giant pierced rings in his nose and he had in, uh, you know, what if, what do boxers wear? Like the, the mouth guards wearing a mouth yeah. guard in his mouth the whole time. Like, <laughs> like, which was a choice, which yeah. was a choice. And that and mouth that guard guy- <laughs> was like a character. That mouth guard was his own character because the amount of oh, times we had to sit and talk to this guy with the mouth my, guard in his mouth. My least favorite character. I wanted that thing out of the movie. <laughs> yes, exactly. I hated it. <laughs> I mean, it was, it, it was intrusive. Yeah. This thing. And. I blink if you miss it. That same character, I think he had a a bicycle seat mounted to his crotch. Did you see that that one scene where he's like miming masturbation, and you like you look down the frame and he's like got like a black uh, bicycle seat mounted to his crotch. <laughs> I was like, what? Has that oh been there god. the whole time? No, I, my god, that's amazing. <laughs> uh god uh there's the one guy with a giant like like he looks insane but he's got this beautiful uh like braid like a <laughs> like oh a man giant that braid. Thing. yeah that thing is like a horse's tail <laughs> yeah massive <laughs> um spike the main dude with the the two-tone hair and the and like the oh, huge yeah. like gauntlets from one of the bad guys in beastmaster oh, yeah, one of the, one of the berserkers yeah i loved he tried fighting the monsters uh like arm with the with his gauntlet <laughs> spikes uh-huh oh and the one girl who i was like totally like smitten with the who like anytime she would pick on a nerd she would do it in like <laughs> sexual ways <laughs> oh my <laughs> god i know she was like a dominatrix you know yeah like the 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 bully slash assaulting that she would do to incredible it was uh it was a it was a it was a, a such a style like yeah. i've never seen a bullying style this <laughs> charismatic or something i don't even know yeah. but it was i loved it Shut up and put that little pecker back in your pants <laughs> i love that that scene where they beat up that that other nerd who wasn't dewey he was like the blonde nerd who owed them money for the joints he bought <laughs> from them yeah. just the yeah. amount of beating up that kid got it was <clears throat> just enjoyable it was so enjoyable <laughs> i know he got it. He really got it. Um, and, and it just ran, like, you just think they're just like, deba- they're like, just give us the money at noon. And then they just start beating the crap out of him. Like, yeah. you think they're just going to walk away or something, but then they just start, start stomping on his balls and everything else. It's so insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I mean, all this culminates with Chrissy. Oh, dear Chrissy. She was dear so Chrissy. Man. I, I love surpri- her. I was in incredible. love with her. Yeah. She was she was amazing. Her character was amazing. She was beautiful and mm-hmm. she had this great her the character had this just this great personality that I just loved. I fell in love with her. Yeah, so she like she's pregnant with a toxic baby. Uh and it doesn't come out of, you know, where she just pukes <laughs> it up into the <laughs> into the toilet. Yeah. Which makes me wonder. I was like 12 hours after point. gestation, like it was a 12-hour gestation yeah. period. It makes me wonder if they were like they planned to have a birth, like a traditional birthing scene. And they were just like, we can't do this. <laughs> this might be too far. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Or I maybe mean, they sure. just thought it was funny. It's like, cause we're all expecting it, but it, she just, it just comes out of her mouth and <laughs> it goes into the toilet. No, I'm glad you said that because when she yeah. was like visibly nine months pregnant at 12 hours yeah. later, I was like, where is this going to go? I would immediately I like start like a pit in my stomach. It was just like, Oh Squirming. man. Yeah, are we like, where are we about to go with this? <laughs> I know. Luckily, that didn't happen, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so this little creature starts off small, starts squirming around the school system's plumbing, <laughs> ends up in the fallout shelter, which for some reason, the fallout shelter is filled with barrels of toxic waste. <laughs> Under it, the school! I know. So it, it falls into one of these open barrels and uh, I guess it just grows up into a, a, an adult. <laughs> pretty quickly oh man um yeah and like warren our main dude like he ticks off the cretans um because he oh he ends up killing a bunch of them because warren warren like turns into the toxic avenger for one scene in this movie 
and like yeah the cretans are like mugging old ladies and he comes comes out of nowhere and kills two of them so then the cretans have it out for him culminates with the cretans clearing the school they they uh do an emergency alarm every all the kids get out of the school and then the cretans are just like motorcycling down the hallway spray painting just like causing chaos yeah all the while trying to kill like warren and chrissy like trying to get back at them um this was like (laughs) this was like when you find out behind the scenes that like they they were able to film in an abandoned high school or something because that's the only thing i could think of i know i was like did they have to clean up all that graffiti i mean it looked like a functioning high school um yeah and at the same time our monster grows up and we see how about this monster i mean this talk about the budget this monster came from a john car or a john uh who's that fucking (laughs) who did aliens james cameron james cameron came from a james cameron movie this monster (gasps) did it really no i'm just saying i I think it looked yeah so good you know especially the close-ups of that face yeah it its mouth and its op yeah this monster looked amazing yeah way too good i mean they obviously didn't i don't think they had a whole monster built because you never saw the whole thing ever yeah um yeah right but uh it, yeah that was shot and then like it got shot and that ooze would fly out of its face <laughs> it looked fantastic mm-hmm. it really did um i yeah i want to know who was doing all this stuff for trauma because it's beautiful and it's like it's like such a it's almost like day glow gore like especially uh dewey's death like when he's when he jumps out the window and he just starts melting and, and he's like pink and red and, oh yeah that was and he's like smoking it's so cool fantastical like colors yeah yeah it's just like a weird psychedelic gore love um what i pictured this finale to be well my opinion is uh, i think after the constant running soundtrack and yeah. the way the movie picks up immediately and just starts going you know uh, I think the finale, the end scene in the high school felt, I mean, it was like 25 minutes long or something. It was long. Yeah. Yes. So I was a little kind of like, ta- like my body was taxed after this long thing. But also I, I kind of, it was, uh, and maybe that's like some, what is this telling, what is it saying about me? But I was like, this is, this is Warren and Chrissy's child. <laughs> like, is this going to, yeah. is it going to recognize its mom or something like that? But it just turned out to be I a know, monster, I like kept wondering that. I was like, because, you know, because it, it wraps its tentacle around Chrissy at the end there. Yeah. And I was like, does it know that's his mommy? I know. <laughs> I know. I was like, is this, this I mean, it could have went some places like, yeah. you know, just, it, it could be like, it's an infant, right? It could be just an infant looking for its mom. And, you know, yeah. it's, I thought they were going to form this like tag team relationship where like, you know, the Cretans would be taken care of because of. The baby's just protecting the mother or something like that. Yeah. But it just turned out to be a monster, you know, the, the big bad at the end of the movie. Yeah. And the, like they defeat the monster with this laser from the science lab, which was like the only thing in this movie that felt too like, like screenwriting 101. Cause there's <laughs> yeah. the scene where they introduce the laser. Yes. It, you know, it has nothing to do with anyone's like character development or like has nothing to, and you're like, Oh, this laser's yeah. gonna show yeah. up at the end, like it's obvious. <laughs> um, especially well, since it's like, especially since it's like that scene is like, then you're like, oh, education really happens in this school. Like the science yeah, teachers yeah. are just like, oh, you can't, <laughs> like uh, this is uh, this is gonna ruin your education if you break this laser. If you're gonna blow something up, and it's like, whoa, like th- nobody else cares about education in this school yeah. right now. That science teacher was really into his role. Like, yeah. He's, uh, that line he was like get your gluteus maximuses out of here <laughs> yeah. there's like guns being fired off in the background but he's just like total science yeah. nerd my laser yeah oh man oh man we didn't talk about one of my favorite scenes real quick was when the cretans get called in the principal's office and they're <laughs> they're being frisked by like i don't know the vp or something and uh the second person he frisks farts in his face. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it's so dumb and like stupid. the basest humor. I was like, yeah. Oh God. So I'm stupid. dying laughing right now. This is so <laughs> hilarious. And then they all start singing the national, the national anthem, the star spangled yeah. banner. It was incredible. 
So stupid. So incredibly stupid. I love it. <laughs> oh, and one shout out. My favorite actors in the movie, Dale, were the two lunch ladies. When they're re- <laughs> reacting to the, the monster coming in and out of the, like the wash sink, like the dish sink. And like, you can tell that the director, like, like Coffin yeah. was just like, okay, just open your mouths wide, open your eyes wide and stare at the sink. <laughs> and they just kept cutting back to it. Loved it. I yeah. hope they're still talking about that to this day. I know. Yeah. Like they still got, I would, we sh- we would, they would be our first interview if we could get a hold of it because oh, they were just, yeah. So wonderful. Oh, man. <sighs> wow. Yeah, I, I think I, I think that's it. I think that's all my thoughts, Dale. Um, we did it. I mean, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's, I mean, it was, it, it was a special energy. I had some great fun. And, uh, you know, it was a little taste of trauma that folks know and love, and I pretended to know and love back in the day, you know. Yeah, I, I, it's definitely, it's opened me up. I, I feel a little more, I feel excited to actually like check out Toxic Avenger again. Yeah. Um, see what else, you know, what else is there? There's Kabuki Man, there's, oh, there's the Troma War, which was, I think they're like, big movie after, like, maybe oh. after this one that sort of tanked, like they put a lot of money into it and it Whoa. failed really bad or something. I don't know. Here we go. Oh, uh, batandspiderpod at gmail.com. Send us your um, letters. Send us your... Uh, poems. Send us, send us your poems, your your mm-hmm. haikus. Your comments, your suggestions. Actually, don't send suggestions. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, no. We will, we will definitely... We will spitefully ignore those. We're drowning in movies over here. <laughs> um, See the box of DVDs I just bought. And call our official Bat and Spider hotline, if that's your thing, 315-544-0966. End of the year. I did watch Nukem High and thought it was a blast. You may think the idea of a nuclear power plant worker growing pot at the power plant is silly, but I once knew someone who worked at Cornell, and they would grow psychedelic mushrooms in their lab. Man, Tim. Anyway, I could go on about the movie, but as this is your last show of the year, I wanted to make a special, sincere recording for you. So, with love and appreciation, I give it to you. The top five moments from the 2021 season of Bat and Spider. (laughs) Love the show, and Happy New Year to you all and all the other listeners, Tim. There you go. Let's see. Oh, my God. Number five, that time... Dale messed up the intro. Who are you? You miserable, presumptuous, no talent. You know artist. An artist respects the science Number four. The time Dirk Feelgood called in to talk about brains and beheadings. <laughs> Dead making is an old craft, and so far the technologists haven't managed to stick in a brain. The way things are going, it could happen yet. When the head is finished, the mass production can begin, and scores of decapitated bonsers are molded from plastic and sent down the conveyor belt. I do remember Dirk saying this. Yeah. Number three, that time that I found Dale's phone number and called him at home. Dale, I found your number on the internet. <laughs> I was just going to be a call. Number two, that other time that Chuck and Dale messed up the opening. In music, we're any other form of creativity. And I'm an NYU film school graduate, sucker, and the school of visual arts. The Academy of University of San Francisco. You suck. That's all me. One, That's all me. The time my wife quit helping me to do bits for the Bat and Spider <laughs> call and voicemail bits. No, I don't want to record another. What do you want me to say? No, I don't want to record another bat and spider. What? What? Please put your pants on. Oh my god.
Wow, oh, man, Tim. What she? I feel like your wife is, uh, you know, another co-host. What are we going to do without her? What can we do? No. What can we do over this holiday season? Open your heart. Open your heart, wow. Mrs. Hamilton. This is a uh, boy. We did not deserve that. I. That's that's Humbled. incredible. Humbled, and also I feel like we need to up the ante in twenty twenty two, Dale. I know. How can we? Yeah, because yeah. Tim, wow. What to go what through year. all of those hours of footage. <laughs> I know. You could tell he combed it. Combed every hour. I wonder Amazing. at what point this year did did uh Mrs. Hamilton quit though. That's what I wonder. <laughs> what what it actually took. What was the breaking point? God. And and did we not hear you know, mm-hmm. we didn't hear the first part of that bit. We just heard her quitting. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Anything else? Uh, we do. We have a uh, we have an email here. Um, from Kevin Cablasto. Oh, okay. Um, I remember him. <laughs> Chuck, another log on the fire, and Jingle Dell. I know not everyone has family and friends to see at the holidays, and sometimes, well, sometimes, it could be downright depressing thinking of someone being totally isolated. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to wish all of the chill dren of on the Bat and Spider Island of Mismit Toys the warmest wishes this holiday scream son. <laughs> and before you thank me, snow big deal. Here's a few jolly jokes to bring a smile to even Ebenezer Scrooge's face. What did Frosty the Snowman and Vampi- Vampira name their baby? Frostbite. I don't know. Oh, God. What do you call a ghost in the winter? I, don't, I have no idea. Casper. No. Oh. There's more, Chuck. How many? <laughs> I can't tell you that. What do you call a snowman with a six-pack? I don't know. An abdominal snowman. (laughs) Stop. I really should be slide-whistling these. Uh, What's the difference between jelly and jam? I don't know. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) I don't... (laughs) don't (laughs) Not going to read that one? Chuck can't jelly his D up a snowman's ass. Oh, man. I hope the kids are in bed. Your friend Dirks feels goods. Oh, God. Is it over? Are we safe now? When I tell you that with the, 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 the uh, like, Chuck was handling a, a, a piece from a museum. He took the slide whistle off of his r- slide whistle rack that he had installed just for it's, moments like this. Yeah, it's, it's hanging right here. Yeah. Special place. <laughs> Putting it's it right, back. Yeah, there it is. Uh, God, how lewd was that last one, though? I, I was still reeling. This is what we sweating. end. I'm glad Tim Hamilton will not have enough time to uh, write that email as a as a write-in for the top moment of 2021. Oh, God, I know. I'll probably make next year's list. Yeah, for sure. Hold over. <laughs> oh, boy. So, that was it. That That's it. That's wow. it for the for this year, Chuck. That's it for this year. Wow. Incredible, Dale. Um, yeah, I think we should just congratulate ourselves for... Uh, making it another year this is great we did it we we did it we did it chuck um i love you i love you are we gonna pick the next movie or should we just leave it um oh geez you're right if you okay would it be mine oh yeah it would be mine yeah i'll pick thank goodness i I haven't picked so oh good Um, man actually let me trying to think which one i wanted to watch Uh, yeah so we're so when we come back 
in the new year, this is going to be the first episode of Folk Horror Month. You wary. Yeah. Taking a week off, but we'll be back. Um, yeah, and I think... I don't know if this is streaming anywhere, but it's one I've been dying to watch, so I'm picking it anyway. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know if it's going to go up on Shutter or not. Um, it's the uh, it's the first movie in the in the set. We're going to watch Eyes of Fire from 1983, director directed by Avery Kroons secret is sleeping in the trees a preacher is accused of adultery and he and his followers are chased out of town and become stranded in an isolated forest which is haunted by the spirits of long dead native americans boy eyes of fire eyes of fire first movie of 2022 yeah we're doing it all right dale let's end this uh we're an hour been going hour and 14 minutes not bad trim it up a little bit we got we got ourselves an episode baby you oh you betcha uh yeah dale love you thanks for doing this with me it means a lot no hyperbole but it 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 means a lot Uh, thanks buddy um and folks out there happy holidays happy new year uh thank you everybody who supported us and gave us a listen gave us a chance this year Join our Discord, because we're always on Discord, even when we take a week off. (laughs) I'm always there. Reading, uploading the giant box of DVDs I just got from Severin. (laughs) Chuck's watch list. I mean, this, this, this box, this, this, this pile. The size of this box when it showed up, I was like, (laughs) oh my God. You were embarrassed? Were you a little embarrassed? Yeah. Did you like crawl up inside yourself? I took it like a like a cave troll under my arm and scurried off into my room. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the delivered guy's like, that better not be all movies. <laughs> I just start sweating. Right. I'm staring at him. No emotion. <laughs> you don't say anything. Yeah. You don't say anything my, at all. My fidgety fingers reach out, take it. Right. Take the package. Never let him see a sweat. No. Don't judge me, delivery man. Yeah. Oh, man. So good. (laughs) All right. All right, We'll see you guys next year. Love you. Love you. Bye. theme song was created by toby forsman of whipsong music find out more at whipsongmusic.com this 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 is a tape deck podcast